take a girl and a guy and they fall madly in love and form a family. Sprinkle in some counseling degrees and a doctorate, a dream of transforming relationships as we know it. And 20 years later, we give you power couple Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. And this is their podcast, Couples Synergy. And thank you for joining us on another episode of Couples Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean. Hi, I'm Dr. Ray. And I'm Jean. And this is our podcast about love, marriage, and relationships. You can check us out online at couplessynergy.com or on Facebook and Instagram at Couples Synergy. And please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review or send us any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear more about. And now on to Couples Synergy, an in-depth look at love, marriage, and relationships where we bring you our experience helping thousands of couples transform their relationships for over 20 years. You know, everyone says you should work on your relationship, but nobody teaches us how. So we've created this podcast to teach people what they can do to create the relationship they've always dreamed of. With the partner they fell in love with. You know, uh, all you couples out there, I'm sure that you are familiar with the argument that keeps on happening over and over and over again. It never ends. Same thing, right? You argue about the same topic. It just keeps coming up every single time you guys get into a fight. It just is cyclical. It doesn't resolve. No, 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 it doesn't. Why is that? Why do we seem to argue about the same things over and over and over again in our relationships? Because we're not arguing about the right things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I like thinking about um, video games. Now, playing video games is very frustrating for me. <laughs> you know, a, a couple of my buddies, they wanted to try to play video games online, stuff like that. And, and you know, I'll, I'll play with them, but I can't play on my own. Because what would happen is I get to a point where I just keep getting killed, Right. I keep, you know, and and I can't move forward and I got to start over again and then have to go back. And then it's just it's that cyclical thing that just seems to be very. Yeah. Whatever the next thing is, you don't know what to do. No. And you can't you can't get past it. And it's just so frustrating. And I just get to the point that I'm just so frustrated. I just stop. Right. Right. And so a lot of times this is what happens in relationships where you just keep fighting about the same thing over and over again. And then you get to a point you're just like, forget it. I, I don't even want to talk. I don't even want to, you know, address this topic anymore. A lot of times this happens for the guys, right? They become very, like, they stonewall. It's like, are we going to do this again? You know, really? We're going here again? And it just is, you can't ever break through. You can't ever get to that next place in the stage in that relationship. Yeah, because, you know, in the male brain, you want to fix it. And yeah. if you can't fix it, you want to ignore it. In the female brain, you can't ignore it. And so you become miserable. You just become bitter and and bickering and snappy. And, and really what's happening is neither person has any idea what's actually going on. Yeah, yeah. And they want to fix it at the surface level, right? So, you know, the proverbial toothpaste cap on or something like that. Well, it's not about the toothpaste. So you could change that behavior, but it doesn't change the underlying emotional 
pain that somebody is in, it's just going to show up somewhere else, like with the garbage can or mm. with the clothes on the floor or coming yeah, home at that, wrong times. That or... couple that we were working with where it was about the shoes, yeah. right? <laughs> Leaving shoes all over and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's never really about that at all, you know, and that's why it continues to happen. That's why that relate that argument is cyclical and it keeps coming up is because you haven't addressed the root. You think about a, you know, in a weed. And if you just take the top off the weed, it's just going to keep coming up over and over again until you get the root out. So in our home study course, we talk about the brain, especially the hindbrain, the reptilian brain that's very reactive and it's very automatic and unconscious. And that's where we fight from. And so we can be going along swimmingly in our relationship and then there's the shoe and without much conscious thought, bam, you know, the argument's happening and someone's unhappy mm-hmm. and the bickering starts and they really don't know why they're so unhappy. Right. And it brings up those feelings of being disrespected or not heard or unimportant and a lot of other emotions that are very deep and have existed for a very long time. And until you figure that out, until you guys process it at that depth, the argument is destined to repeat itself over and over again. And one of the biggest mistakes couples make is they they minimize their emotional reaction to something. And they're like, why are you so upset about shoes? Who cares? Right. And or you're just, you're crazy. Yeah. Why are you being so nuts? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know it's interesting, especially for women. We are cyclical, and we can and we are designed to ignore things for about twenty seven days. Hmm. And on the twenty eighth day, twenty seven days, you're psycho. Oh. And there's a point every month where there's a day or two. And, you know, if if you're a woman and you're listening to this, this is the day that you can either drink a little bit of alcohol and get really drunk or drink a lot of alcohol and not get drunk because your hormones are kind of all over the place. And that's when actually your truth is coming out. And that's where you can't tolerate it and you look like what your husband or partner would call crazy because you're actually trying to address the things that have been sitting there all month. And of course, guys don't have that. So everything's a constant. It's like, why all of a sudden is this an issue? Yeah, I was going to say that, you know, a little caution out there for the guys. This is not an excuse that you can use to throw at your partner here. You know, that, oh, you must be having your period. That is horrible. That is not, you have to take responsibility for your part here too. Right, right? because it's truth coming out. It's not craziness. Yeah. Even though it comes out looking crazy because... The rest of the month, it looks different. Mm-hmm. But you know, for guys, one of the things that's really, um, I think, pivotal when it comes to these cyclical arguments is that because there's a problem or a perceived problem, there is that need to fix it, right? Let's just figure out some solutions and move on, right? Why do we have to continue to reinvent the wheel? But there's an added factor to this, too, because if the problem is about them, now we have this feeling of rejection, right? And if it were constantly being rejected or constantly being criticized, then, and you can't fix that, right? Because no matter what you do, 
nothing is going to change. It's the same thing over right, and again, right? it's not about what you're doing. Right. It's like, hey, I, I'm I'm going down the, the honey-do list. I'm doing everything here. You know, just tell me what you want. Just tell me what you want, and I'll just do it. Well, that's that's not, it's not that simplistic. Right. Right, because it's not about the dishes. It's not about the garbage. It's not about picking up your shoes. It's about what is really symbolizing, what, what it symbolizes that's underneath. Exactly. So this is our iceberg concept, right? Right. And so for sure, you will be to blame, for sure, if your partner's upset. And it isn't because of you. And that's where, you know, the not taking anything personally comes in, which is really a tough concept to master. Oh, yeah. But what it is, is you've bumped into a sore spot for your partner. And if you think about it, like if your partner had sunburn and you gave him a hug and they flinched, you probably wouldn't take that personally. You'd be like, oh, I'm sorry you have sunburn. Right? Well, if you <laughs> There's know, some healing that has well, to happen. If you know where the pain's coming from. Right. Of course, right. But if they just flinch, you'd go, oh, oh, what's wrong with me? You are rejecting me. You're, you know, you're too sensitive. Right. You know, the other thing that makes it really complicated is in that hindbrain, when we're reactive, we also biologically change and our, our vision becomes tunnel vision and our hearing becomes tunnel hearing. So we really don't communicate at that level. Mm-hmm. We are just trying selective. to regain safety. Yeah. And our hearing becomes very selective mm-hmm. and we're just hearing what we want to hear or at least hearing what is emotionally charging. Right. And it's a word or a phrase, it's out of context. And no matter how much you try to explain anything to your partner at that moment, it is not going in anywhere. There, there's no communication happening. So if you are arguing about the same thing over and over again, you have to see a sign, right? The sign is that there is something much bigger here that the two of you are not addressing that's under the water, that, you know, that 85% of the iceberg under the water, that you are not addressing. And until you address that, you guys are just not going to go on. You're not going to move on to that next stage. You're not saying that if you figure it out, you're never going to argue again. No, that's that's not the case. You're going to argue, but you're going to argue at a different level, right? And, and because arguing is part of being in a committed partnership. But a lot of times what couples do is when they hit that that stalemate and argue about the same thing over and over again, they start to just back off from each other because mm-hmm. so it's so frustrating. Let's just not talk about it ever again. Right. So now you censor yourself. Now you start keeping things to yourself. Now you, you're like, you know, now you're tiptoeing. So oh, I, I don't want to talk about that because that's just going to open up the can of worms again. Which is exactly the wrong thing to do. Absolutely. Complete <laughs> opposite of what you should be doing. I and mean, we talked about in past podcasts that, you know, uh, physical pain is something that you should avoid. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to emotional pain, especially that in a relationship, it's something that you should lean into. It's something that brings about growth or not, at least an opportunity for growth and an opportunity for healing. And that is what is destined or should be, you know, it, what is challenged, what each couple is challenged to do is to grow and to learn from each other and to heal. So, you know, we go into fight, flight, freeze, collapse, or please when our hindbrain is activated. And that's when communication breaks down. And 
some really simple things that you can do and yet you have to wait until people are calm again right so you think about a child if if you're trying to deal with a four-year-old that's melting down not a time for a conversation that is a time to hold them and help them soothe and help them regain you know some emotional regulation and then after that then you can try to process and one of the questions you can ask your partner is what did you hear me say and you'll be so surprised at their at their answer will be nothing uh, even close to what you were trying to communicate because they're in their history at that moment and they're hearing the voices of their parents or friends who hurt them or something else and so if you ask what did you hear me say and then see if if you can restate what you were saying and the other thing you can ask is what were you feeling what was coming up for you there because you had this big emotional reaction to something pretty small i would i would say make sure that your tone isn't sarcastic absolutely right yeah you have to genuinely be wanting to understand your partner and where they're at and why they're being triggered and activated by Mm -hmm. what was said or what had been done, right? Because as we have talked about in the past is this iceberg issue is coming to the surface and most often we are not able to put two and two together. We're not able to connect it, especially Mm -hmm. in the moment right? when tensions are high. And that is typically what, what couples don't figure out. And so they just go through the fight. They fight about the superficial level and then maybe tensions die down or someone breaks the ice and then they never readdress it. They just kind of go back to what is normal for them. Right. Because if you're like having a good day, why would you want to bring that up? Oh, yeah. God. (laughs) Yeah. Because that doesn't feel good. And it's very difficult for us to have that introspection of what is really happening for us. What happened to us at some point that we are now having this emotional reaction to something that seems kind of insignificant. And, you know, that's where doing your work comes in and finding someone that is, you know, and that's how we work with people. The original uh, step in working with a couple is working with the individual, each individual, so they can really understand what happened to them and what they're needing to bring up for healing in this relationship because we get wounded through relationship and we heal through relationship. Yeah, this is a team effort here. Mm-hmm. You, you can't do this alone, nope. right? But you do have to take responsibility for what you're bringing into this relationship. And once you figure out your piece and your partner figures out their piece, then the two of you can work together to, to create the us and to heal whatever is coming up for, for healing. You know, I want to kind of circle back here. You had mentioned You're that. You're circling back because we're having the argument again. The cyclical, <laughs> the cyclical thing is a cyclical discussion. You had mentioned that um, if, you know, you're having a great day and, you know, there's something that's coming up, maybe a past hurt, a lot of times people shy away from that. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, why would I want to bring this up and ruin a great day? Right. And so what happens is, is that they keep that to themselves. It sits there until they get into an argument or tensions, you know, get high. And then it all comes out. 
And ruins the great day anyway. And that ruins, ruins <laughs> a great day anyway. But in the height of everything that is going on, in the, in the midst of that argument, that is not the time to solve anything. Nope. And so if you are holding back and then you're waiting for a time when you are in conflict to bring out all of these, these things that have been bothering you, nothing is going to be accomplished. Nope. At all. Nope. And so there are times when things are going good where couples do need to talk about the difficult things. And, and I understand it, it just does not feel like a very productive thing to do. But that is really when things are actually going to be solved. It's actually a skill. And, you know, in working with all these couples we've worked with, and I guarantee you, we have never seen a relationship that wasn't a 50-50 where each person was bringing their half to the argument. So if you think you're innocent and your partner's crazy, that's absolutely not true. Right. So... Keep that in mind and you want it. That's where your introspection comes in and says, well, what is it about me that has attracted this into my life and where am I supposed to grow through this? And now let's take a little break to tell you a little bit more about our home study course called Relationship 101. One of our passions is really to bring this work to everybody. And a lot of times what we hear is one person in the relationship is wanting to work on it, the other one is not. And so this is a great way for you guys to get a taste of what it is like to work on your relationship in a fun eight date night video series to learn what you need to learn. Yeah, Relationship 101 consists of eight video modules, typically about 30 to 40 minutes long, with some discussion questions and exercises for couples to do together at the end. This is kind of a culmination of our work over 20 years and synthesizing all of the skills and tools necessary to create an amazing relationship. This online course consists of eight modules, which is five plus hours of course content. It also includes bonus resources, all designed to learn and grow together as a couple. It's fun, it's insightful, and gives you a great excuse to spend some extra quality time with your partner. All of this course content is valued at over $850. Currently now, it is priced at $387. And if you just go to go.couplesynergymethod.com slash relationship101, it'll take you directly to the link. That's go.couplesynergymethod.com slash relationship101. And if you're a single person, you can still benefit from it. So... In the couples we've worked with, some of them will not have that conversation unless we're in the room because they actually need someone to, you know, guide them through that conversation because they keep messing it up. And it's, it's a skill you can learn. And once you learn it, it's like riding a bike. You can't not know it anymore because what happens when you have that conversation in the right way, you go down to a depth of healing that feels so good and the bickering stops. And so then you know that, you know, that bickering is like the warning sign on your car and you can't just cut the wire and turn the little light off. You got to figure out what's wrong with the engine. 
And once you do that, it's such an incredible feeling and it brings you so much closer to your partner and it makes you feel so much calmer and safer in the world. You know, that's a comment people say to us a lot that we're very calm people. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that when we're working with them in person, mm-hmm, yeah. right? I mm-hmm. think there have been some podcasts we've been a little bit lively, <laughs> right? Especially that Spoon Game yeah. podcast, remember that? <laughs> yeah. But we're not as reactive as we used to be because we've done a lot of work. It It is a skill. Mm-hmm. It is a skill that you have to learn and, and is very difficult. Uh, don't get us wrong. This, it's not, this is not easy to learn, but it is something that, couples need to learn and practice mm-hmm. in order to get to that place where they can talk about the, the difficult things and heal from it and grow and evolve. Yeah, if you think about it, like if you've ever gone through your house and purged and got rid of all the clutter, it's really easy to maintain. And then it builds up again. It's like weeding your garden. You pull all the weeds out, looks great. You go get the little ones and then maybe you skip a week and then... Whoosh, I, I love all these analogies, right? <laughs> Using <laughs> weeds. And I, I was thinking about the analogy of like uh, the, the lights on the dashboard of a car. It's mm-hmm. like the warning light goes on. You don't just sit there and ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> Your car is not going like, to be uh, running for a while. You know, you, yeah, you have to address these things. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's going to continue to come up over and over and over again. You have to see it as a warning sign. And it has to be attended to. And, you know, in our own fighting, I know we never fight, right? No, (laughs) never. But there's two kinds, right? There's one kind that is, there's been a lot of stress, tension, worry, something's going on, and we fight just to sort of let off some steam. Right. And that's not a processing type of fight. That's like, okay, you're having a crappy day, I'm having a crappy day. That's catharsis. Yep. Maybe we should go for a run instead of... take it out on each other but we're not talking about that kind of fight that stress stuff that usually happens you know when you're traveling or some other you know when your life gets the squeeze but we're talking about the repetitive topic fight and it doesn't go away because there's something very deep and meaningful and painful going on for both of you that is a great opportunity to work on healing it and strengthening your bond and really forming the us. Yeah, a good sign that it is one of those repetitive fights is the superlatives start coming out. <laughs> you always do this. You never do that, right? And so I'm that so is, tired of this being this way. I'm so tired of you always, yep. right? It's usually this this pointing the finger at the blame that's coming out. Well, we all know it's you, Ray. <laughs> it's, all, <laughs> it's all me. You right. just change, I'd be happy. <laughs> if if you would only change, you stop doing this that you do all the time. You know the superlatives; those are defining, and it's it's very, it's just powerless. Mm-hmm. It just brings up powerlessness, and you can't get out of that. When you're in that fight, and the communication breaks down. You'll notice your brain gets this squeeze in it that makes your monster, your partner into a monster. Mm-hmm. You know, you just think, oh, they're such a jerk or they're so sensitive or why, why am I even bothering with them? And that is the time when you have the hardest work to do, mm. when you have to find a way to feel compassion for your partner, to 
remember that you love them and that you want them to feel better and you want to feel better too. And it's so difficult to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's defensive in nature. Mm -hmm. Of course. Uh, You're 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 being attacked. Right. You're being attacked and you have to make out, make your partner out to be a monster in order to protect yourself. Mm -hmm. And it is very irrational. You are in your, your amygdala is being, is firing off left and right. You are trying to protect yourself and it doesn't feel good. And, and it's very, it feels counterintuitive to really drop that, that guard and really remind yourself that this is your partner. You chose your partner. They chose you. You guys are doing this together. You're sharing in this together. And it's, I, I, I haven't perfected it. I think the way that we use a benchmark for ourselves is a cup of coffee. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, sometimes if we're in the middle of a big conflict, we won't talk mm-hmm. for a while, like sometimes a couple of days. Yep. And we kind of make it like this challenge to bring the other person a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Well, it's usually because you don't apologize. <laughs> <laughs> And how dare you? <laughs> and you know that that is kind of a competition we've created that says, well, no matter how mad I am, I'm a better person than you, and I'm going to bring you this cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it kind of works. Even though I'm gritting my teeth, <laughs> it kind of works like a a what we call a double bind in hypnosis, right? Like I'm bringing you coffee because I'm better than you, but I'm also extending an olive branch. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you tell time. yourself, yep. whatever yep. you tell yourself. Oh, what do you tell yourself? That I'm, you know, being the better person. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Yes. And, you know, when you're in that place of hurt, you just want to lick your wounds. You don't want to be vulnerable. You don't want to expose yourself. And you absolutely 100% will think you're right. Mm-hmm. You're so justified, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, so justified. Yeah, this is, uh, I'm sure this is resonating with a lot of people out there, if not every single couple out there, because this is something that happens. It's naturally, it happens in relationships. What about the couples that say, we don't fight? Oh, yeah. You know, unfortunately, I don't think I've ever seen a couple that doesn't fight that is a healthy relationship. Yeah, and that's something that happens in childhood before your Uh, really have a lot of formation of your communication skills. So prior to the age of seven, and someone told you to shut up. And you've learned a coping skill in that hindbrain to not deal with anything because there's no point. It's a thing called learned helplessness. And so really what you're doing is you're minimizing your life and not using these opportunities to actually heal and grow from that. And you're staying stuck. And one thing that you can do if you're a couple that you know really doesn't address conflict, I would say, do you have affection? Because if you start to bring affection into your relationship, you will start to feel more and have to address stuff because you can't physically have that affection. We're not talking about sex. Mm-hmm. We're talking about affection that gives you the oxytocin that makes you want to bond with your partner and then you can't bond with your partner if you don't know yourself and you can't share who you are with your partner and understand who your partner is. 
Yeah, I would have to say if the affection isn't happening, then they have not created that depth of vulnerability Mm -hmm. to be able to be open and share with their partner things that could, you know, they could be hurt by. Mm -hmm. And so they may have a functional relationship where they may have a friendship, they may be good partners when it comes to finances and, you know, just all this, the, the surfacey stuff. But when it comes to the depth of connection, they're probably lacking in that. And I would say that couples who don't fight are probably not listening to this podcast episode. Could be. Right. The other thing is, if you're that kind of person, you don't know it. You don't know that there's anything else there. And it seems like, no, everything's fine. It's not there. Because such at such an early stage of life, you separated from that part of yourself and tucked it away somewhere. And so you really don't have a true experience of it. And one of the best ways to get in touch with that is through meditation and through touch. So massage therapy or affection with your partner. And because it's stored in your body, I promise you it's stored in your body. And that's the danger is if you're not dealing with the things in life that have hurt you, and there is no person in this life that has not been hurt, I guarantee you. And if you don't, it goes into your body and it ultimately makes you sick and shortens your life. So we hope you enjoyed the topic today, which is that cyclical argument. I, right? I enjoy talking about it. Yeah. Well, we see it all the time. <laughs> well, this is how we help people the most is when they're in that conflict and they can't get out and they're in enough pain to actually start to address they it. They just don't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. They want something different. Yeah. Either they go their separate ways or they figure it out together. And that's what we really enjoy helping couples figure out and change the dynamics in the relationship so that they can be giddy and giggly on the couch. And it absolutely is something you can learn. Yeah. It absolutely is something you can get beyond. So thank you for joining us today on Couple Synergy. Our passion is in helping couples and people have happy and healthy relationships. And this podcast gives us a fun way of bringing our knowledge and expertise to you, our listeners. For all of you listening, please let us know how you enjoyed the show. If you have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions, or want to be a guest on the show, yeah. please email us at contact at couplesynergy.com. For more information about Couple Synergy and our programs, such as Relationship 101, our home study course, uh, some of the Bliss products that mm. we have online, uh, the Couples Weekend Intensive, and our premier coaching program called Couple to Couple. Look us up online at couplesynergy.com. I would invite our listeners to email us and uh, do a Q&A. We'll bring you on and you can ask us questions, just questions you have in general about relationships or something. We'll put together podcasts like that. I think that would be really helpful because your perspective is really important because I guarantee you if you have questions for us, other people do as well. So if you have that, go ahead and email us and we'll talk about that. And if you know someone who can benefit from this episode, please download it and share it. And thank you for listening. Until next time, synergize your life and synergize your love. You have been listening to Couple Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Couple Synergy was recorded, edited, and produced by Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Voiceover and music entitled Breathe and Let Go was recorded and composed 
by Gina Gonzalez. 